Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Can't get enough football? Look no further than the Good Morning Football podcast. Join me, Kay Adams, alongside Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt for a daily breakdown of the league's biggest stories. We do it all. We talk the personalities. We talk the game plans. We got fantasy tips. We got you covered for all your football needs. Yeah, and we got recaps. We do the retweets. And we give you all the reactions to the wild moments that you might have missed on and off the field. Listen to the Good Morning Football podcast weekdays on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Logan Ryan, captain of the New York Giants and host of the NFL Player Podcast. We're trying something different. An active NFL player hosting a podcast, which is for NFL players and legends, as much as it's for the fans. This is my first podcast, and I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to talk football but also about lots of other issues that affect us all. We'll be talking with other players and legends, so it's going to be real and an honest look at life in the NFL. Listen to the NFL Players Podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. 
The National Football League season isn't at its midway point. That would happen if we had an even number of weeks, Mike. But it's basically the midway point if you're playing a fantasy football season and you have a two-week playoff, and then your league ends after week 16 because week 8 is now in the books halfway there halfway home in a fantasy football season and the Giants thought that they were on their way to overtime on Monday night but Daniel Jones just couldn't put it on the mark in the two-point conversion the Bucks wrap up week eight with a win over the Giants 25 to 23. As they say, succeed and proceed. Some good throws from Brady. Some great throws from Daniel Jones. That play, uh, he was a beat behind. What did you think? Pass interference? Should they have left the flag down or no? No, I I don't think the flag should have been thrown, and I'm glad that they picked it up. It was too bang-bang, as you like to say. Yeah, I just thought as soon as you throw it down, I go back to the how you review uh, a coach's challenge. If you had the – you called it on the field. Sure. Was there enough to overturn it? Eh. (laughs) But you know what? It's better for business if Brady and company win. And Daniel Jones and the Giants are still in the pot for the number one overall pick. They have just as good a chance of getting the number one one overall pick as they do of winning that division. I think that the odds are probably the same, (laughs) as crazy as it is. Get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. And you can always tweet the show, at I Want Your Flex, if you have any questions, any feedback that you want to throw along. Let's dive into this game just a little bit because it allows us to talk about two teams and two teams moving forward. I am a Ronald Jones owner in one of my fantasy leagues, and I have an absolute headache. But it's not because (laughs) Ronald Jones can't hang on to the football. It's that Bruce Arians pulls Jones immediately after any miscue and gives him no leeway. I just don't see the point of allowing a guy to get a rhythm. And I'm sorry, Leonard Fournette has not done anything for me, or at least didn't do anything on Monday night, for me to think this is the guy that we've got to get the football to. Uh, Ronald Jones does seem to have some limitations in the receiving game, which I'm sure you will pile on. But as a Ronald Jones owner, I'm saying to myself, why in the bleep is Leonard Fournette getting all these freaking carries? Run the clock down. No, I don't know. Uh, three yard, three yards to carry. What? Fifteen for fifty-two. Just over three. What? Point two five or whatever that comes out to be. Uh, so I, I guess in some way, thinking this was a game you'd eventually put away, you get both of those guys work and get that offense more continuity and building blocks towards the second half of the season. But with Ronald Jones, it seems any mistake straight to the doghouse. You mentioned it, the fumble after making a catch, securing it by getting bringing the ball into his body and dropping to his knees, something he did twice on the night. Just incredulous. But just remember last year there was a, all right, when he catches it in space, it's fun. The problem was the when he catches it, because he had butter fingers, mm-hmm. he had some timing issues, and obviously, like most rookie running backs, they don't really engage in blocking, so they're not going to be on the field. And with Tom Brady being the statue that he is, that's also potentially to his detriment that Ronald Jones would be back there, perhaps for an Olay block as well, hence perhaps more Leonard Fournette 
when you start looking at play action that he can at least body someone as he gets to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he didn't have four net yards on average, I'll tell you that much, as he said. Yeah! It was, it was three and a half, 15 carries for 52 yards. My God. Not that Ronald Jones was that much better uh, because he wasn't, but he only had seven carries for 23 yards. Maybe a tip of the cap to the Giants' run defense, but the fact of the matter is when you're looking at that backfield and both of those guys are owned in – pretty much every league that there is out there I don't know if you want anything from them and if I'm a Jones guy like I am I'm basically waiting to see if Fournette gets injured again but otherwise he's gonna he's gonna end up being on my bench I don't want any any part of it especially in a game against the Giants that you thought that you'd be be able to have a at least a little success going up against because you thought that you would have a lead to be able to wear down the defense that never materialized, not according to script. And, and I give the Giants credit. We've talked about it on the podcast here, and I know I certainly have made the point with Jason Smith on our show in the evenings, is is the Giants remind me a lot of what Brian Flores had with the Dolphins last year, right? They made those trades, and so talent-wise, they didn't quite match up. Here it's just drafting a little bit of injuries. Uh, but Joe Judge has those guys playing hard. Yeah, yeah, you're they right. They just can't finish games. Just like Miami a year ago, couldn't finish games. And this one, they hung around, and they they certainly gave Tampa fits. And you saw a couple of times where Tom Brady, one might have thought he was seeing ghosts, right? Linebackers leaping. Pocket was still clean, yet he's short-arming it just to get it out of there uh, with the eyes wide like it was still Halloween. He really could benefit with someone like a James White sort of that play that he's, you know, helped make his – goat career out of they just you don't have that in tampa and give credit to the giants defense i probably wasn't giving them enough credit they are a top 10 rush defense uh when it comes to yards allowed per game but you still thought maybe the buccaneers would be able to get ahead and to your point that's just not how the game played out and the game with the buccaneers their next game that they're going to play is sunday night against the saints on sunday night football on nbc and Antonio Brown is now going to make his Tampa Bay Buccaneers debut, muddling an even more muddled wide receiving core with Tampa on who to play. So as as, as crazy as the backfield is and not knowing who you're going to play with Tampa, I don't know what's going to happen with the wide receiving core. And if I have Mike Evans, I am severely lowering my expectations with the arrival of Antonio Brown. Yeah, with Mike Evans, I'm just hoping I can still get my share of red zone jump balls, Mm -hmm. which are already getting a few siphoned off from Rob Gronkowski, as we saw the short touchdown pass today. So, uh, or in the Monday night uh, finale to week eight. So when you add Antonio Brown, who Jake Glazer reported, hey, he's staying at his house. How do you like that? (laughs) Breakfast. Kids, what do you need? Hey, B, what, what do you want? You want pancakes? You need you need one of my TB12 shakes. What what do we got going on here? Uh, yeah, it just muddles it. You have no idea because the numbers haven't been huge as it is, right? Even with Godwin out, I mean Evans only finished with 55 yards in Monday's yeah. game, and the yardage totals have not been anything to write home about. Brady connected with nine different receivers in this game, <laughs> a couple of whom I wouldn't have been able to name, right? As a hey, play this guy, play that guy. It's like. Oh, cool. All right, that guy got elevated. Good for him. Uh, And Godwin's going to come back eventually, whether it's week nine or week ten. So, yeah, it's it's an absolute mess. Our guy, Scotty Miller, hardly getting any love anymore. Yeah, there's – I would love to figure out ways to play Scotty Miller, but now with the arrival of Antonio Braun, I just – I 
to your point, I can't trust any of it. The funny thing is, is now those with the Buccaneers wearing the uniforms that resemble what they changed to in the mid-90s and moving on. I saw uh, tonight with uh, Jaden Mickens, and I'm, I saw 85, and I thought, ah, Terry Mickens. Didn't Terry Mickens wear an 85? <laughs> and, and, and now you've got Jaden Mickens. But, yeah, to your point, the, of the, the different – guys who caught footballs i swear that they had 19 receivers and tight ends active because there was just a different guy every single time tyler johnson you mentioned i mentioned mickens cameron brady even got a couple so the uh so that's going to be even more of a of a muddled mess even though they're going to be winning i do want to bring up a point about the giants before we we move on and look ahead to week nine when you see the pieces that they have, their running game isn't much, and Devontae Freeman was hurt, so maybe Wayne Gallman's the guy. But with Darius Slayton, with Golden Tate, uh, Evan Ingram loves to catch six-yard passes from Daniel Jones. When you look at who they play in the future, <laughs> it's not too shabby of a schedule when you're playing against the NFC East with Washington coming up next week. Then you've got Philadelphia, Cincinnati, and Seattle after that. Arizona, Cleveland, and then you would have Baltimore in week 16. But that run of of matchups, I I don't hate it with with some of the guys that you could play with the Giants. So maybe don't give up on some of those Giants pass catchers just yet. Yeah, it would be interesting to see with Shepard finally getting some more consistency. Ingram caught that ball over his shoulder. I, I was going to make mention of it on Twitter, but the broadcast got to it immediately. You know, if he'd made this one against Philly, and here's the B-roll from that. Sure. It's like, ah, see? So uh, made that catch this time. Uh, Golden Tate, just good enough to mess things up, right? I mean, in terms of fantasy production. Uh, Slayton's the go-to guy. A couple of times, Jones would have had him for deep. Yeah. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Walk-in touchdowns and just didn't look in his direction. I would caution against Washington. He's going to be throwing from his backside a bunch against that defensive front. Fair so enough. That one could that one that one could get a little weird. <laughs> but uh, to to the point, you know, Jones is maddening. Not necessarily fantasy, but to just take it football in total is that he'll make a throw like he did to Golden Tate, and you'll be like, all right, there it is. And then he'll make the decisions to throw while he... I, I equated him to watching too much Ben Roethlisberger fanboy tape. It's like, just because Ben can make that throw while he's got three guys jumping on him sure. doesn't mean you can. Sure. So be smarter, live to see another down. The, uh, the, the, the I, I just, I look at that schedule and there's nothing that I see that makes me worried. And even without sure. Will Hernandez tonight, they still were able to... Uh, protect Jones and he was still able to make those throws so I just look at the rest of the way and there's nothing about it if Washington gets after him they get after him it is going to be the second time they've seen him this year so at least you have that going for him but I just I don't think that it's necessarily as dangerous and if you're looking for plays and trying to find guys in the stretch run maybe we don't want to kill the Giants just yet I just like that Dion Lewis and uh, Alfred Morris were active in this game. That's that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> A lot of I didn't realize Alfred Morris was still in the league tweets that we saw on yes. on Twitter. At Chiefit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. All right, let's look back at our three-point conversion because that's the last thing we do before we start to kind of transition and get you set up. I should say the last thing we do because we are going to take a look back at week eight, but it's our opportunity to cash in on our predictions that we made. And boy, I will tell you this, my predictions were as good as some of Daniel Jones throws, and that's not a good thing. I said that Derrick Henry could have 200 yards against the Cincinnati Bengals. He had 112, so it was 88 yards off on that one, didn't get into the end zone. I said Jonathan Taylor would get the end zone twice and have over 100 yards. Now we find out he's a little banged up, but the Colts' backfield is a bit of a mess, which we'll get to in a, in a second. 11 carries, just 22 yards against Detroit, and the ultimate miss. I called it a points of Palooza in Cleveland. It was a Sleeta Palooza or a yeah. rain or a window Palooza between the Raiders and Browns because he only got 22 points and uh, Mother Nature played a part of it, but so did the Raiders in the way that they played. So it was a swing and a miss, strike three of my three point conversions from a week ago. I went to the, uh, and, and I just did a catch all, just saying, hey, weather was going to be a factor. Uh, that Cleveland thing was ugly, right? Hail before the game. 
And then at one point, if you came back from a commercial break, it's like, wait a minute, did they change venues? Because now it's a torrential downpour. So let's see what happens there. You, you have rain all over the place. So it's a cheap win, not player specific. Uh, huge miss. And this, you know, the cautionary tales uh, that I give in the, the cold source, you know, the guys you play, but it's a really take a long, hard look at your tight end and kicker and defense positions. It didn't matter. Uh, Breeze was eighth against the bear. I said, big, easy runs into big shoulders. And Alvin Kamara ran free mm-hmm. time and time again. It's like, he's your big, he's the only weapon. In the New Orleans offense uh, with any consistency at all, yet he was running free as a pass catcher, had a huge week. He finished second among fantasy running backs. Then Drew Brees finished eighth despite another week without Michael Thomas. Uh, I would like to know, uh, is Gardner Johnson the greatest agitator in football history? Right. I know. <laughs> Everybody we, knows about the fight at this point yeah. with Wims. <laughs> uh, and then it was turn back the clock, just making sure uh, you didn't get caught in the switches. And for some people, that was probably good because then you overthought. Sure. Because it was a weird slate. And I certainly looking back at predictions, just scratching my head going, that game, no, that didn't play right. That one didn't play right. Uh, either that or I just had a bad week. <laughs> I, I, I said on, on the Red Zone show that George Reister and I do on Fox Sports Radio on Sundays during the late games, I said, why does everybody want to punch C.J. Gardner-Johnson? What is going on here? Why does everybody want in on the action? But uh, Javon Wims sure got some of that action. <laughs> I, 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 Mouthpiece snatching, Dan. Right? Poking My, guys in the eye, mouthpiece snatching. Oh, the, tell you. hey, uh, it provided some action because if it wasn't for, I mean, that was the real introduction to daylight savings ending when it was dark in Chicago. <laughs> like that's how you knew that the clocks had changed and you're uh, you're playing a cold affair. Uh, speaking of cold, that's where our three point conversions were. But let's let's move on to what happened in week eight. And I mentioned the Colts backfield. Let's start with Indianapolis because that backfield is something. And maybe the expectations that we all had for Jonathan Taylor aren't necessarily coming to fruition, but it doesn't mean that the well is dry. In fact, I think it's the exact opposite. When you see what Jordan Wilkins was then able to do on the ground for Indianapolis, when you saw what Naheem Hines was able to do for Indianapolis receiving the ball, the Colts have something going. And when we look at them overall as a team, Mike, I think they're now a legit Super Bowl contender. I really do. Fantasy-wise, there are a bunch of guys that I never thought that I'd consider playing in the Indianapolis Colts that now I'm taking a second look at. Yeah, Hines is a guy that would expected a big role as a receiver, right? Whatever the expectations were for Taylor, that he'd be active in the pass game. Only three receptions, but you know what? When two of them go for touchdowns, you're feeling good. So, obviously, Phillip Rivers and he uh, creating some sort of rapport there. Wilkins will be a, an interesting pickup, but keep an eye on this situation, right? Do you trust going into week nine and saying, all right, I put Wilkins in right away? Or does Jonathan Taylor rebound and suddenly he's back at 20 carries Mm -hmm. again? You know, is it short-lived triad here? So, you know, the curiosity there. But certainly, you've got to be rostered. If nothing else, you're playing defense against your opponents uh, in terms of that stash uh, opportunity you, you're looking at the fantasy 
implications overall. Pittman was back, didn't have much of an impact, but a guy that they love. And Phillip Rivers, second straight three touchdown game. I think he becomes matchup dependent. Yeah, that's but certainly is on the radar and not the guy that we dismissed like earlier in the season. Yeah, and that's where I was going with this because I do think that he does enter back into starting territory, at least under consideration, still having bye weeks this week. Plus, with the with the amount of tight ends that they can throw to, which mm-hmm. I, I look at Indianapolis, and it's not surprising because uh, of where Frank Wright came from, but it seems like they're the, they, they could be the Eagles of that Super Bowl run three years ago, but maybe a better on defense and maybe just like a step slower on offense. But you've got so many tight ends that end up being weapons. you got so many different backs that end up doing different things like you did in Philly during that Super Bowl run. It really seems to maybe, – maybe Michael Pittman Jr. turns into the Alshon Jeffrey, but the, the, the Indianapolis Colts, and that's why I think that they're a contender, really kind of do remind me of that Eagles team – that you had just in, and obviously Frank Wright coming over from from Philadelphia among the various stops that he's had his, in his career. But that's why I, I brought up uh, thought Rivers uh, could be a consideration and some of those other Colts players as well. Yeah, it could be a, ma- a tough matchup in Week Nine, but he's certainly back on the radar. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is not, but it's <laughs> funny with all the tight ends there, right? Remember at one point the Bears had double digits tight ends on their their roster yeah. coming in. Well, Trey Burton's now a member of the Colts. Mo Ali Cox and, and Jack Doyle. Good luck trying to pick which one's going to score, uh, but it's all good news for Phillip Rivers. Tua made his debut with the Dolphins as a starting debut because he did get some yeah. snaps uh, prior to the bye, but not not a game that you would say, hey, look at what Tua did fantasy-wise, but the Dolphins got a win. They got a special teams touchdown, defensive touchdown. Tua had to do very little, but this is a fantasy football show, so now we look at how Tua affects everyone else, and as someone who had Devontae Parker uh, on their team, didn't play him just because it wasn't sure what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. His value sure seemed to take a hit without Ryan Fitzpatrick as did everybody maybe on the Dolphins. So while it's great for Tua, where do we look at the rest of the fish when it comes to fantasy? The only guy right now I think that still stays in as a second running back is Gaskin. Mm-hmm. I think everything else kind of goes out the window. When you look at Gesicki, he's he's not been much of a contributor on a week-to-week basis. We were getting at, sick for a while, and then we, we actually did get sick. Yeah, now it now it's just bad. I got <laughs> the barf bag nearby and the whole thing. But the wide receivers, I mean, who's going to become his number one? I don't know. And what does that mean? So, yeah, unfortunately, I think this takes all of them off the board for a week or two as this resets. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs chose to throw the football everywhere against the Jets, which uh, wasn't uh, too hard to do. Very little resistance giving from New York. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I'll dive in more into that in just a little bit. I do want to pass along some advice for people out there when it comes to playing fantasy football. Sometimes you can overthink your defense. And I know it's crazy, and you want to look at good matchups, and if a team is playing the Jets, you're saying, all right, I'm going to play them. They play the Jets this week, or this team has uh, Team A or Team B. But there are also situations where you, if you have a good enough defense, don't worry about the matchup they play. And I just bring up Pittsburgh for this situation, Mike, was 
maybe against Baltimore, you're like on the road, a team that likes to run. There's not going to be many chances. But au contraire, mon frere, if your defense is good enough to put pressure on the quarterback and if that quarterback's Lamar Jackson or whoever, just stick with your defense because if you benched Pittsburgh because you were worried about maybe getting into a slugfest with Baltimore, uh, shame on you. Stick with those top defenses. They're, to me, in a way, almost matchup proof just because you never know how the games are going to play out. Yeah, I think it's the one one position where it, it becomes the set it and forget it, right? If you went out on a limb, unless you're dropping them outright, if you went and grabbed one of those top defenses like the Steelers because of their perennial sack uh, participation in your fantasy realm, um, I, I, I think you have to stick with them. Mm-hmm. And, Lamar, and even matchup-wise, Lamar Jackson had always – turn the ball over against them, right? I mean, obviously he had the worst day potentially of his starting regular season career. We'll get into that playoff thing when it comes playoff time again. But against Steelers, I think, what is it, 15 turnovers in the regular season in the last two years, eight of them are against the Steelers. So they know how to go, and they hit hard, and they come after and attack the ball, and that's what you're seeing. So uh, there's going to be those matchups for your stars that are going to be, you know, very difficult to, you know, hold your breath on. But for the defensive side, yeah, I agree with you. I think if you drafted them high and you're, they've become a, a regular contributor, don't expect it to stop. Don't expect me to hit my give me one reasons every single week. But I will say that coming off of last week, I was feeling really good. And now entering week eight like I did, I, I just thought that I had a hunch. And unfortunately, in my give you one reason to start a guy, it was, let's hear it. Epic fail. Yes, an epic fail. An epic (laughs) fail when I told you to play Le'Veon Bell because I thought revenge was going to be on the mind of the Chiefs. And so did everybody else. So much so that it was even asked in the pregame meeting to Andy Reid by members of the media and by the broadcast crew. And Andy Reid said, no, we're not going to. We're not necessarily going to do that. I will say that the Chiefs did seem to make an effort early to get Le'Veon Bell the football, but they didn't necessarily have a situation where they got the ball at the two-yard line and needed to hand it off to Le'Veon Bell, and he could spike one against his team. So Le'Veon Bell only had seven yards on the ground, did have three catches for 31 yards, so that was an epic I will take my give me one reason to bench, even though the reason I gave you wasn't the reason that it worked out. Adam Thielen. Doesn't matter. I'll take it anyway. Adam Thielen of the Vikings was a guy that I said that you could bench against Green Bay. I thought he was going to see a lot of Jair Alexander. Alexander actually ended up seeing uh, some Justin Jefferson, but the Packers defense never saw Dalvin Cook all day, and that's why Thielen (laughs) had three catches for 27 yards. So I'll take it to your point of keeping a guy out of your lineup even though it wasn't the exact reason why i said so but adam thielen had a rough week eight while dalvin cook just ran over green bay yeah you take the victories where they come i mean he, he was the harry potter cloak of invisibility perhaps the uh, john cena you can't see me whatever it was dalvin cook just ran like a man possessed that was uh, pretty scary to watch uh just 
you looked at the defensive players staring at each other going, I thought you had it. For a while, I thought because COVID's so bad in my home state that they only allowed six Packer defenders on the field. Just to, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Packer fan Lee, our executive producer. <laughs> sorry. Just, you know, it's my home state. I can, I can. That was a good yeah. line. But y'all don't say that. The maximum, only six defenders on the field for Green Bay. All right, what predictions did you hit, and did you have any epic fails for Week 8? Epic fail. I got a long list of fails. Say a lot of things. Open mouth, say things, say bad things. Uh, It's the last time I'm taking a hit uh, for suggesting Justin Herbert. He's now hit the status of you play him every week. Mm-hmm. He's basically matchup proof at this point. Another 21 point performance for him. Drew Locke with his three touchdown passes, 19.8 fantasy points. Hamler touchdown. He was on the ninja list last week, uh, say, saying that David Montgomery wouldn't be much of value for you. He finished about 20th amongst fantasy running backs, just 12.5 points. Uh, we'll take Fulgham. Why? Because he keeps getting it done. 678-1. Said he'd be a good number two. Once again, fantasy number two for you. Keaton Allen with his 967-1. Uh, 21.7 points. Back end WR1, you take it. Uh, Zach Moss, who we'd been waiting on to take on uh, a bigger role. He finished as the top 10 running back, 81 yards, two touchdowns. His time is now. Uh, Singletary still struggling to get more than three yards per carry. That means you seed more opportunities because they need to jumpstart that offense. And finally, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, he was the lead. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Peter for the Steelers with his 7 for 67. That's good enough to be a WR3, no longer in must-start territory for him. As for the misses... Epic fail. Yes. Uh, t- Ryan Tannehill, I had his QB3. He finished as uh, QB17 or thereabouts with his 17 points. Uh, Carson Wentz. 8.6 points, a miserable uh, effort by him. They get the win, but not pretty. 123, two touchdowns, four turnovers. Uh, I'm going to take the loss on Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he left the game injured. At the time, he had 1.76 points. Yes, 11 of 16, 84 yards uh, and a pick. Uh, Henry Ruggs, yeah, the rain's involved a little bit, but you know what? Two on two catches for eight yards, not getting it done. And I was completely wrong on Matthew Stafford. 336, 3 1 and 1 against the Colts. 22.4 fantasy points. Came up with a big effort in that one. And then the cautionary tales all backfired on me. The two biggest being Kamara and obviously DK Metcalf, who's still running. Yeah, he's he's still going. By the way, rugs no good when they're wet. We all know when we've spilled something yeah. on the carpet. <laughs> so rugs no good when they are are wet. Those are the our hits and misses, our epic fails of the week. I did win our Thielen showdown, but not really how I thought it was going to happen. I think it's like the first time ever that I've maybe uh, gotten one on Mike. But uh, so at least I I the. The fact of the matter is, is how it happened just never played out. And by the way, you mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. We're going to get into the 49ers, and you're not going to want to turn off this podcast because I've got another stat that could be one of my favorite stats that we've had this season. That's coming up in a bit. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Let's hit the waiver wire. We've got buys for the Bengals, Browns, Rams, and Eagles in week nine. So there's some players. The Bengals have a bunch of guys that you're going to want to yeah. play, so you're not going to be able to play them this week. Uh, Rams are, have guys that you're going to play. Maybe you're going to play Travis Fulgham with the Eagles, but as you just mentioned him earlier, but they're on buying. Kareem Hunt and uh, some of the Cleveland Browns going to be taking the week off. So uh, where are we looking at waiver wire-wise in week nine, especially, too, with some COVID situations around the NFL? Well, you got J.K. Dobbins had his big breakout game, 15 carries, 113. Uh, Both he and Gus Edwards are still available in a lot of leagues. Uh, Mark Ingram with the ankle sprain, going to miss more time, so opportunity there. Marvin Jones had his two-touchdown performance, only 39 yards, but three catches. Uh, He's available in about half of leagues, and with Galladay now hurt Mm -hmm. uh, indefinitely. Uh, It's funny because the, the weekend started with questions of, basically uh, a bit of infighting about Galladay's contract. It ends up with him injured and so now missing time. So you've got Marvin Jones and you got Marvin Hall 
I don't know how many teams have ever had two guys at the wide receiving position named Marvin at the same time. But uh, Marvin Jones would be your pick there. Uh, Corey Davis, back-to-back 10 target games in Tennessee. He's 14 out of 20, 163 yards, two touchdowns in those. He's available in half your leagues. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up DJ Dallas. He'll show up again later on, but 23 touches, had himself a big day. He's available at 75% of leagues. Uh, Harrison Bryant of the Cleveland Browns, muted game, obviously, as as everybody was, but when you're looking at replacements for, you know, Mr. Kittle on your waiver wire, I mean, you've got him, you've got Fells, you've got uh, pick one of those many Indianapolis tight ends. Uh, Jamichael Hasty. We, who we've talked about before, but still available in a lot of leagues. We'll get into the 49ers uh, more here in a second. And then uh, from Lee's Packers, the return of Lazard. While it's not there yet, he's been at practice. That core injury, he's trying to get himself back, right? He's got 21 days uh, to get to get things figured out uh 34 percent owned right now so there's an opportunity uh maybe to go pick him up remember he had a hot start to the season 254 yards on 15 catches two touchdowns so perhaps can go right back into being a number two for aaron Rodgers. yeah it seemed that tunyon was the one that stepped up and ended up being the number two guy to Devontae adams uh, wasn't necessarily MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scantling uh, taking that opportunity. So that's uh, well put there with the Lazard thing. I'm going to touch on the Packers in just a second. I'm going to make this point of caution. Don't lock up Drew just yet. And that means Drew Locke against Atlanta. I think Atlanta's kind of figured something out. And even though they didn't beat Detroit in the game that they uh, had a couple of weeks ago, Matt Ryan and that offense did a really good job of controlling the clock. And then you see what they were able to do against Carolina. And I think that's kind of going to be their recipe moving forward. So even after the nice comeback win that Denver had, don't expect that every week with the Broncos. So I'm going to say pump the brakes on Drew Locke. And with the NFL trade deadline coming up on Tuesday, and if you've listened to this podcast after Tuesday, it's obviously already passed, but we are recording it prior to the trade deadline. Because of the COVID restrictions, which we talked a bit about last week, I'm not sure you're going to be seeing big deals leading up to the trade deadline for the simple fact of, Mike, you had Quan Alexander being traded on Monday and Desmond King as well. But for teams that are making deals, you're going to want the guy in your building maybe to play week nine. So I would be somewhat surprised if we saw fantasy players being moved in time to be able to get into action maybe there could be other contract deals maybe stuff like that but for the simple fact of i just don't think that's going to affect fantasy rosters uh heading into next week yeah i mean you've got a couple of teams where it'll be curious to see if they've got any other parts that they want to sell off we we talked with jason lock and four on the show monday night uh jason smith and i and and he brought up uh houston even though bill trader bill isn't there anymore that maybe one of their wide receivers gets traded in New England. Maybe someone wants to take a shot uh, at James White. You know, hey, send him down to Tampa like sure. we were talking yeah. about before, right? Or when we look at these New York football giants, you know, they paid a ransom to Sterling Shepard as a number one. Is he a number one? I, I don't think any of us 
at least on this podcast, have ever believed he was truly a number one receiver. Uh, but he got paid like one. But a guy who's kind of on the cheap, relatively speaking, is Golden Tate, who caught that touchdown in the Monday night game to uh, make things interesting and elevate some heart rates. Uh, maybe he could be on the move. Uh, there's a couple of guys, but I, I don't know that anything comes to fruition. But there's just a couple of names that are that are curious to see if they can find a new spot, a new home for a second half of a year. But uh, we've seen a lot of movement already. Yeah, I really thought that we would have seen deals prior to Tuesday. Like, I thought there would have been deals on Monday, that there would have been deals on Sunday night, and we just ended up not seeing them. Thursday night football, Packers 49ers, and the Packers had running back A.J. Dillon enter COVID protocol. He tested positive, so he's out of the mix. Uh, Jamal Williams uh, was on the reserve COVID list after being in contact him or at least in being in close proximity. So now you've got a Green Bay backfield that's got issues. You've got a 49ers team that we now found out George Kittle may not play the rest of the season. Fantasy-wise, he's done. Eight weeks is the timetable. So George Kittle is, if you're not in a dynasty league or a holdover league, you could probably say goodbye to George Kittle right now. Jimmy Garoppolo, four to six weeks, maybe minimum with that. Uh, a lot happening with these two teams. So I'm going to just let you start where you want to go because so much happening and so much that needs to get done within the next 72 hours or so between Monday and when those guys end up playing Thursday. Well, she's seen her share of angels in this devil town. Uh, Nick Mullins back under center. Yeah, everybody remembers Sean Mullins and uh, Lullaby uh, from all those years ago. Uh, he's performed well in the spot in the past. A couple of touchdown throws uh, late in the loss to Seattle this week. He's worth, worth a look-see. Right, because there's games they're going to struggle. He's going to be a spot fantasy starter, maybe worthy uh, of a start on your squad this week if you're hit by bye week. So we look at that from the from the Packers side of things. More Tunyon, more Devontae Adams. Really, that's all. That's all. That's all there is, man. I mean, you know, from the running back position, I think you're you're hoping to find a diamond in the rough here. Well, Tyler Irvin could be a guy, especially if you don't have Williams and you're not going to have Dylan, and you have Aaron Jones with that calf strain where Matt LaFleur has said that they are going to be cautious with it. Jones, if he would have practiced on Monday, would have been considered limited in practice. But still, you're on a short week, and if you're Green Bay and how that division sets up, I think you're going to be okay. And so I, I, mm. I wouldn't rush that. So maybe Tyler Irvin is a guy that sees more just because of sheer numbers. You mentioned the backfield with, uh, with Jamichael Hasty and, and Jarek McKinnon gives me my favorite stat so far of the season. Remember last episode, I was going to say last week, which was also last week, and I mentioned the Falcons had three straight games where their opponents scored 23 points, and then the previous two weeks their opponents scored 30. There really seemed to be some symmetry there. Jarek McKinnon has had the same line rushing in back-to-back weeks. Three carries, negative one yards. In two straight weeks, that's what he got. My favorite is that he scored against Seattle. So, like, so he actually lost yards 
but somehow got into the end zone. I know how it happens. It's just funny to read that a guy is negative one yards, and he had four receptions for 40 yards against Seattle. But if he doesn't, how awesome would it be that you got 5.9 points from a guy who ended up scoring a touchdown? Like that's like Devontae Parker. It's, yeah, it's you know the three yards that he got in the one catch. He gets 7.3. Ha ha. But if you got 5.9 in back to back weeks against New England against Seattle, Jarek McKinnon, three carries, negative one yard. I dig that. I dig that. It's almost like that old uh, Jerome Bettis line from many years ago. One of the first gigs I ever had. I was doing TV for this uh, fledgling uh, The Football Network, which eventually uh, got slapped in the face when the NFL said, hey, we're going to have a network of our own uh, (laughs) while they were trying to get programming rights. But I would come on and I'd do a couple of hits in the midst of this show and Jerry Glanville was on the show with me and, and and I'd always give a sleeper of the week. And this is when Jerome Bettis was kind of, you know, towards the end and he'd become more of a goal line guy. And I made him my sleeper of the week. He went and had five carries, one yard, three touchdowns. (laughs) And at one point I interviewed Jerome and I, and I ran randomly threw that one out at him. And now anytime I run into him, it comes up. Sure. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah. And he's used that in interviews later on with other people. I'm like, yeah, I got one of the greatest fantasy stat lines of all time. Oh, that's amazing. So it's pretty cool. I thought there was an error on Jarek McKinnon's stats. I thought somebody <laughs> like just made a mistake and it ended up doubling up from uh, from the uh, previous week. But that was that was not the case. But hopefully there's some some plays you can find in Packers uh, 49ers because Monday night in week nine, you're not going to want to have any plays. That leads <laughs> us to our three point conversion to wrap up this episode of I Want Your Flex. Again, get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. By the way, you could hear Mike like all the time on the network. Uh, weeknights with Jason Smith on the Jason yes. Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. Sunday mornings with LeVar Arrington, 9 o'clock Eastern time, 6 Pacific, getting you ready for kickoff each morning. You could hear him on this podcast. He has also has the special teams podcast. So Mike Harmon, is, did I leave anything else out? Uh, did I leave anything out? I think I hit it all. Uh-huh. I think that's everything. Okay. All right. As you can tell, my uh, my circles under my eyes are getting bigger <laughs> as the uh, weeks go on, but we're having a blast. You can catch me with George Reister at Fox Sports Red Zone Radio as we cover the late games, 5 o'clock Eastern time every Sunday on FSR and at the news desk on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks to Lee DeLapp, our executive producer. Get him on Twitter at Lee DeLapp. <laughs> My three-point conversion heading into week nine, the things that you need to know this week before we meet again. Continue to ride the A train. I said Nelson Aguilar and Brandon Ayuk for the 49ers. Uh, Ayuk came in. It came in late, but the points are all the same, as we like to say here. Eight catches, 91 yards, a touchdown against Seattle. In that Thursday night game, he's a guy you're going to want to play just because of the sheer injuries. And it seems that Nick Mullins now has some sort of rapport with him. And since Mullins is going to get the start, continue with that. Be aware, return of Christian McCaffrey, I think, is going to happen in Week 9. He was close Thursday uh, with the Falcons they never activated him off the reserve injured list but just keep your eye out for that news because I think that boosts everybody up with Carolina with the exception of Mike Davis who ends up losing his um, carries with that and I think it's really big for Teddy Bridgewater and then the final point 
make plans for next Monday night uh, because it's Patriots and Jets. I didn't go through the guide this time for the top six shows that you could watch on Monday night instead of having to watch Patriots and Jets. But I'll just say make other plans because that one is going to stink. There could be a holiday baking championship uh, to be had there, Dan. Oh, there will be. You could probably watch two episodes in that span of time, I would say. Oh, sweet. You know, just because they do the East Coast, and then you gotta you got to take care of the West Coast as well. Yeah, I'll be on air mocking that game on Fox Sports Radio, so you can – you know, commiserate with me and have uh, well drink for every turnover that those two teams commit. How's that? You got uh, Christmas cookie challenge will start in the second half. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you, you've got that and uh, a main cabin masters marathon. Nicely done. All right, my three things for this week. Number one, look ahead. Was it against the Giants? Return bout Brady and company. They get right. They get revenge. They score points. Uh, number two. You're going to hate this one. Dobbins is a free elf. All right, J.K. Dobbins is running free. Another Harry Potter reference. Uh, As we go through, uh, he's the man in Baltimore now. It is his time. And then finally, Dallas for the win. No, not the Cowboys. DJ Dallas. Uh, Let's get him off the waiver wire and into your lineups. I think that the NFL should take our examples that we did for fantasy rosters and expanding them. And I know that they did for COVID and made different rules. But how in the world do teams like Green Bay, San Francisco, and Seattle for the second straight year you're running out of running backs. You know, it seems like the Niners have just ton, just circling over and over again. But the Seahawks last year lost Carson and Penny at the end of the season. So much so, remember, they brought Marshawn Lynch back. Yeah. Now you're all the way back to DJ Dallas because Carlos Hyde's not going to be ready against Buffalo. Pete Carroll wasn't necessarily too enthusiastic about Chris Carson's situation. So there could be another week that he could be out, but the Seahawks shorthanded and DJ Dallas stepped up to the plate to do what he needed to do in a very, very thin backfield in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I think with Carson, it becomes another situation of if you can keep him on mothballs for another two or three weeks, you you need him Mm -hmm. if you're going to make a run, right? Because Uh, As brilliantly as Russell Wilson has played and those receivers making play after play, let's call it what it is, playoff football, you don't want to be slugging around, especially with that defense. You would like to have some drives that are a little longer, especially if they're not going to call holding, Dan. Uh, Long (laughs) protracted drives in years past are a problem because a holding call will, will kill any momentum and probably keep you out of the end zone. But this year, hey, man, they're not calling it 50% fewer, so let's get after it. we got to get the run game healthy. I, I'm going to leave you with this, Mike, and I was going to leave it on our next podcast or mention it then and then i said no i have to do it now and there's a reason that i have to do it now it's because someone's gonna steal it and well they won't steal it they'll just say it before i say it so i am no they'll steal it and they won't give you credit we know that (laughs) we know how this works dan russell wilson is going to be playing his first ever game in buffalo so How about that? the reason being is when Russell Wilson was the Seahawks starting quarterback his rookie year, when it was their turn to go to Buffalo, 
they played in Toronto. It was the final season that the Bills ended up. Remember, they would have the one game in Toronto sure. sort of thing. It was the last season they ended up doing that. I haven't done that for years. But when they played, it was in Toronto. And so then the return trip, Buffalo went to Seattle in the next cycle around. And now they're back again playing the AFC East. So Russell Wilson will get his first taste of what it's like to play in Buffalo. You get kind of those weird sort of things like it took Tom Brady for ever to play a game in San Francisco because the year that he was going to play, he ended up injuring his knee, and then you have to wait another eight years for it to circle around. But that's what you get for Russell Wilson in Week 9 heading to Buffalo. Well, I just think if it had still been on the schedule that they were playing the, the random game in Canada, Canada doesn't want us coming up there. That's true. So they would have sent us back, and they would have been playing in some random field in the middle of nowhere. They'll try to give us the Raptors putting them here, there, and, and everywhere. <laughs> exactly. By the way, a couple of weeks ago when the Saints uh, ended up playing the Buccaneers, um, and I think it was the same for, uh, excuse me, the Saints ended up playing the Raiders and the same thing when the Buccaneers played the Raiders. Like Brady and Breeze now have played in like 39 different stadiums because they got to knock Allegiant <laughs> off of their list. So, uh, ah, so yes. good for them. All right, enough stadium talk. We hope we've got you set for your fantasy team. And then we'll really dive into week nine when we meet again with the new podcast that launches on Friday morning. Mike, have a great rest of the week. It's uh, going to be a memorable one for sure. Talk to you in a few. No question about it. Have a good one, everyone. Talk to you soon. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Don't miss out on the top stories from the best insiders around the NFL. I'm your host, Rhett Lewis, and on the NFL Inside Report podcast, I'll go around the league for in-depth analysis and storytelling with a multitude of exclusive NFL insiders getting unmatched access. Game recaps, the biggest news, and in-depth storytelling that take you beyond the headlines multiple times per week, all on the NFL Inside Report podcast. Listen to NFL Inside Report on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Colleen Wolf from Thursday Night Football and Good Morning Football Weekend. And I'm Ricky Hollywood from around the NFL and the broadcast. On our new podcast, Split Ends, Ricky and I will be coming to you every week to talk about all the important and unimportant storylines in the football world. Join us for the stories on and off the field that matter. And some don't, but we think they're interesting, so we're going to talk about them anyway. We'll break down games, news stories, tweets, interviews, whatever it takes to cover the ins and outs of the NFL world. We're here to talk you through it. Just a couple of best friends talking ball. Listen to Split Ends on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 